Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Hello, <laughs> oh my goodness, this is going to be a great show. Welcome. I hope they saw that. I hope you guys saw that. Whatever that was. Really? Well, uh, dude, welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. We're the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 4-4-6-0-3-8-7-70 is the number to call in. Once again, 4-4-6-0-3-8-7-7-0. Also live on Facebook as well as Periscope as we discuss... How each team did in the draft. Uh, please call in or type in your thoughts about your particular team and the grade that you would give them based on their particular draft. Uh, we got some NASCAR to discuss as well as the episode three and four of The Last Dance. And uh, we'll start right there. Uh, your thoughts on episodes three and four of The Last Dance. All about Rodman and how great he was. Like, you, you take away... Uh, like really, how great Rodman was without really having no jump shot, no, no move that he can go to. He had, he had a jump, jump shot. And he I mean, just and wasn't asked to shoot it. Right. I mean, you know, but at the end of the day, you was gonna be like, you know what? I'm I'm afraid of Rodman's jump As shot. As a scoring threat. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you look at guys now, and this the way NBA is now. You look at guys if they don't have some kind of offensive production. I.e., look at, I'm not comparing him to Ben Simmons as far as skill set, but what I am. Well, he won't take a jump shot. That's the other yeah. problem. But what I am, that's you, that's me, that's feedback. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> sorry about y'all having any, any feedback. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, to a point where his position is the point guard, and this guy in a scoring offense won't even take a shot. And, you, and so, how does he maximize other things that he's asked to do? Rodman is the epitome of I'm a, you need you need 15 rebounds, I'm gonna get you 20. 50-50 ball, we 50-50 ball, we're gonna get 75% of those. Yeah. You know, if it's gonna go out of bounds or not. Um the other thing is, and I was kind of going through the tweets or whatever, somebody was like Rodman invented load management. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know 48 hours. Yeah, yeah. Champagne diet. That, yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing I don't think nobody can really do nowadays. You no. know, you let Rodman go to Vegas, you let Rodman be Rodman where these guys nowadays, you know, and some of that is just really how they've been brought up. You know, someone has always kind of held their hand all the way through college or whatever, and then now you get to the pros and you're asked to to quote unquote be a professional, but they don't know how to do that because they've been held hands been held uh AAU to college one year and then get into the get into professional and then it's like you know you on your own and got and you can see some of that where guys kinda lose their way or whatnot. So that's my takeaway of episode three and four is Rodman and then just more of the pettiness 
that oh, is that is that but i mean i don't think nobody it, knew. it was it was pettiness on with a few people or just or a little bit of bitterness at least uh yeah. well with jordan there's going to be it's bitterness through if you haven't seen it already yeah, yeah. then you then it's there it's there with isaiah thomas it's yeah. there with scotty pippen it's there with doug collins yeah uh, Doug Collins feel like yo, I kind of I got helped. to the Eastern I Conference. I got to the Eastern finals. Conference. You didn't and give you me another me. chance, and then you fired me. He's 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 the he's Mark Jackson before Mark Jackson. Yeah, because you got to at least give him a chance. But Krause was like, no. He's like, I or, set this up. I well, built this. I I think well, Collins was a lot closer than Mark Jackson was. Yeah, because when Steve Kerr came in, still no one saw the Warriors run coming. But some people saw did see the Bulls as well. They were two games away. Yeah. Uh, but I think that, uh, and it was it was bad that like his strategy differed from like okay, Tex Winter had this triangle, but, but Tex Doug Collins is yeah, but it was I more go, but he's but Doug Collins like well I'm I'm not gonna do do trying I'm not trying to run that triangle. I have the best player in the league, and I'm going to give him the ball and let him make plays. It was I, give Jordan the ball and get the yeah, F out of the way. Yeah. So, his expression. I, I'll, give, I'll give a better example. If you don't want to say Mark Jackson as far as uh, Collins, then, I, he, then he's black then. He's black. I get I get halfway to the season. I got the best record in the league at All-Star break. And y'all fight. Well, we all know LeBron fired him. But right, you know what I mean? But LeBron. still. But this time it wasn't Jordan firing the coach because yeah, he yeah. actually liked him. And he really didn't like Phil. Yeah. And I guess at first, because yeah. at first, and I can see why, it goes back to not only Jordan's loyalty to Phil Jackson and saying, well, if you fire him, you fire he him. He had loyalty to Collins. He had loyalty to Collins. He was like, hey, this is the coach. He's the one that's trusted me to do everything. He's the one believing in me. And he learned a lot of that from Dean Smith. I just about to say, so that. So you saw in that, it's like, if that's my coach, I'm going to trust my coach and ride with him because I don't want to see somebody else come in and not only do I have to, you know, learn everything that this coach is trying to teach me, but there's a loyalty factor. That's what I was saying about Rodman to the point where, you know, guys then to guys now, things have changed, obviously, but then you got to also realize some of the results and how they deal with stuff change. So Rodman, Jordan, these guys kind of dealt with one coach, spent two or three years in college, build that loyalty. They learn, you know what I mean? Especially if you went to a good program where the coach had your best interest at heart, or you actually want Dean Smith, you, who told him his junior yeah. year, you need to go to the pros. Yeah, so don't worry about coming back another year yeah. to try and win a championship for me. What's best for you? Yeah, and that's where he learned that loyalty. Because so, no coach, yeah, being of course they want the best interest for their kid, but if they got a chance for that superstar to come back and win a championship. That's going to benefit them. Mm -hmm. But for Coach Smith to say, you know what? The best thing for you taking myself out of it is for you to go to the yeah. pros. That's where that loyalty and trust yeah. also was a key so you, factor. So you, you see it spill over. You know what I mean? So you saw the kind of you kind of seen the same thing with Dennis Rodman as far as his upbringing, you know, as far as in basketball at the, the smaller school and then having a chance to be with um um, my man at Detroit, Chuck, uh, Daly. Chuck Daly, Chuck Daly, who really groomed him. You know what I mean, and made then, him into a basketball yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. So you, you, you don't. I, unfortunately, you don't get a lot of that anymore because the AAU coaches, not saying all of them, but of a lot of them, they in it for themselves. You know what I mean? College coaches, coaches. It's, it's all like a pipeline a pi thing. Like, hey, we're just trying to get you to yeah, the league, yeah, like you yeah. know. And don't forget me when you get to the league. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's pretty, one of those. Yeah. 
And I, I think on the other um, part of that is with Jordan, they talked about how like, okay, he didn't, he didn't know what to make of Doug Collins, but they got, they got along pretty, they got, you know, they bonded pretty quickly. They, they were able to get along right. and, and he was, and he appreciated him. He didn't know what to make of Phil. So he was resistant to that. I think that's, that's what it was. He was resistant. And the way it was to, done. I was yeah. And, and the way that it happened because you're two games from the, the finals. Right. You got a guy sitting on the bench and Phil that's, you know, around and everything. And then all of a sudden your coach gets fired and he's brought in. That's shady. Yeah. It don't look right. Yeah. Had, had Doug said, you know what, man, I need a breather. Phil has been here on the bench working with Tex and everything. I think Jordan would have understood that more. And and you got to and remember, too, mm -hmm. this was right after he had saw how management treated him with his broken foot and trying to come back and then only having him play 14 minutes a game, seven minutes a half, and then being treated that way where you're pulled out a game with a chance to win it, to make the playoffs, but you want to LOP, lose on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... That well, distrust. That, well, that, that distrust. That didn't fit with his with his overall. But base, I'm saying that base, distrust yeah. to have somebody right there who's been there for now a year and a half on the sideline, and you fired a head coach who got to the Eastern Conference Finals, and then you're gonna bring him in. That yeah, I, I, I wouldn't like the coach either. But, but once it got to you know their uh, once they finally won that first championship. Now Jordan understands, like, okay, this is I understand what Phil's doing now and why this is working. And so he went along with that. And what was interesting is that when him him being being resistant to these decisions, but they end up being the right decisions, like bringing in um bringing in Doug Collins and then Phil Jackson, and then when they drafted Scotty or in Horace and when they brought in Dennis Rodman. These are things that he maybe wasn't, or even when, especially when they traded Charles Oakley for Bill Cartwright. I don't know if he ever trusted Bill Cartwright in any capacity. Um, no, he didn't. He never liked <laughs> but, Bill Cartwright. He didn't. But because he that won. was your boy. I mean, Charles <laughs> Oakley was your guy. He, he won. He won championships with Bill Cartwright. But so the the decisions ended up being the right ones. But and today, uh, if it's someone of Jordan's magnitude, the closest would be LeBron. It's like those things that anything that management wanted to do that went against what LeBron may have wanted would have never happened. I mean, I, I think whatever LeBron wanted to do, that's what would have happened with those te with the teams that he was on. Of course, because if play, it was if it players, was today, players run things. Well, yeah, now. yeah, this that this is the era where coaches ran things or GMs ran things, and that's why. So much is being dumped on in this documentary about Krause and Reinstall, both Jerry's, is that, you know, yes, Krause brought in the Pippins and the Horace Grants and stuff like that. But Reinstall, you could have paid that man so that you didn't have Pippins trying to sit out the entire year. So there was a hierarchy that people looked up to at that point. Now the players are the ones who run things. Yeah. And it, it's it's funny that Jordan talked about that and that he's like, well, we should be getting paid the real money because we're the players. And that, now to that see goes, that, that involved that goes to what to that, it is now, that, where the players are the ones that are running things. That goes back to the uh, call we had last week. You know, granted, you got to have a marketing team, which players now have. You, you are lock, lock in step with your agents, which players are now. Um, 
you know, you set your own deals as far as marketing, you know, far as shoe deals, as far as everything, how, everything how you brand, your, how you, you brand, are brand, you brand now. yourself. Yeah. So um, guys learn all that. And, and they learn a lot of that from watching Mike to be like, Mike was only getting paid what? Or Pippen was only getting paid what? And these guys are six time champions, six and oh, and you only getting what? You know, and at, and at no point. And doing it's crazy that. When all was said and done, Pippen made more than Jordan. Yeah. Well, I mean, on the he, court, he back then got more. Yeah. You know but what I'm mean? saying, regardless, but, though. But Houston and Portland, Portland overpaid. Paid. You know what I mean? They overpaid. But they, well, Portland they did. They really didn't. Yeah, Houston. Houston. No, they didn't. really they both overpaid. Houston didn't. Well, you Houston, paid Houston, for a six-time champion. He was in Houston for one year. Yeah, but I mean, but you, Portland. Yeah, Portland. Portland overpaid for a long, a long period of time. But you're talking about a six-time champion. I get you. Who wouldn't pay for that? Not just but Houston overpaid with everybody, even for that one year. They overpaid with everybody. They overpaid well, they for old Barkley. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah. go all in one time. Yeah, and the Lakers, Lakers did. They, it. I was saying Lakers did the Lakers same, did the same with, thing with, with Peyton. Uh, Peyton and, and uh, um, they had Peyton, Shaq, Kobe, and uh, Carmelo, Carmelo, and, Carmelo and, and got right. gentlemanly swept up out of there. Yep, by Detroit. Gentlemanly swept by, by Detroit. <laughs> yeah, won the first one. They probably they lost five games. They barely won the first yeah. one and then got dominated the next four. Right, but um, so yeah, so I mean, but you look at the guys now; they have learned. From the old, the old, you know, the right. first come along with, with, as far as as the NBA has grown and whatnot. Now you got to definitely you got a GM. I mean, a, a, um, uh, um, damn, I forget his name. Well, his title and Ooh. for the NBA uh, commissioner, commissioner um, Adam Silver, Alex, who is all in on making sure the the commas move. You know what I mean? So gambling, whatever, you know. All the all the different pipelines of revenue you can bring what, to the NBA. He's what all Adam in. Silver quickly to that. What Adam Silver is doing is looking at what um, Stern did. Stern yeah. made it global. Yeah, he laid Adam the foundation. Silver said, "Now that we're global, how can we continue to stay here and try to become the second most and first most sport in America?" Because for a long time. NBA fell behind baseball. Yeah. Now they surpassed them. Mm-hmm. Now they're right up there with NFL. Yeah. And so actually, this that's year, what he's trying to do is push yeah. it to where we're talking about, even if you don't get to NFL, if you're mentioning the same conversation, then it's been successful. Well, America-wise, yes, too. But I think globally, maybe they do become second to soccer. Right. And so, again, if you're second in the States and then you're second worldwide, you know what, what more can you ask for? Um, now this whole COVID nineteen um, has, you know, played around. But if they make the if they make the proper changes as far as adjusting the the when the schedule starts and all that kind of stuff, I think they'll they'll be right in line um, as staying number two compared to um, compared to what baseball, hockey, and and, and NASCAR is doing. Has done. So that was my one. My one is how petty. Now, I guess out of all this, the one thing that did bother me a little bit, which you already knew, that Isaiah should have been on that dream team. And you know what I mean? It, it, it you know, that's. Yeah, he should have. He should have been on the dream team. But, I mean, he should have, but when you have. Isaiah's a top five point guard of all time. Jor- Jordan didn't <laughs> want him. I, Pippen didn't want him. Magic didn't want him. Bird didn't, didn't want him. Malone didn't want him. So therefore, Stockton didn't want him. Right. That's six guys. No, no, that's half, half the them. team. See, but your coach that don't want him. But there. your coach was Stanley. 
Yeah, but they, you can't they go against the players against, first. I, I, I get it. Right. I'm just saying. First. I'm just right. saying. At the end of the day, when you look at it, even then, not now, it even looks worse. But even then, you got to be like, yo, you talking about the top twenty guys in the league? And, yeah, I will. And uh, I mean, he mentioned that today. I, I think it was um, get up that he mentioned that you know it hurts more now than it did at the time because that's the only thing missing from his Hall of Fame legacy is that he was not part of the dream team. Yeah. And it was all because of, of a simple sportsmanship handshake. And I think that if they had walked... Okay, so Bulls, of course, after Jordan got beat up, which yeah. I'll get to in a second, they swept them. Four straight. It wasn't like they yeah. they went to the wire or something like the previous year no, when they, they went to game seven. They beat the brakes They off. beat the brakes off. And, mm-hmm. then, and no game was closer than 12 points. Yeah. So they swept through them. When Bill Lambeer walked by and Isaiah Thomas ducked his head, if he had just shook their hand and kept walking, I don't think it would have been as bad. But because but you got to go back in context, though. We're, we're not having that conversation. We're yeah, not. He's the on conversa- the there is no conversation. There's no conversation. Yeah. But I'm saying, but you gotta look at this. even if he walks off, and I understand his context was I'm with, the Celtics I'm, I'm, did I'm, it to I'm, us. I'm with, and I'm, I'm staying with my guys. Right. You know but what I mean? You, so, but the thing is, though, when the Celtics did it, he stopped Kevin McHale and spoke to him yeah. when they walked off. So yeah, you knew that that was sportsmanship to go and say something mm-hmm. to them. When you beat Jordan, he stayed. He shook everybody's yeah. hand and said, "Hey, hope y'all do well in the finals." Because yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. you want your conference yeah, yeah, to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he stayed. Or you want to lose to the people that oh, won that oh, winning. Right. So, so like, well, we lost to we the, lost to the, the, the champion. Right. champion. Yeah. So he stayed, shook hands, and the crazy part: immediately after the game was over, they interviewed him. Yeah. Like you're the loser. They immediately put a microphone in your face, and you, out of respect, said, "Hey, they were the better team. They won." You could at least, when you went by, hey, man, good game, and kept I going. You, I get you. I, I, so he brought that on himself. And I think that, too. But, but you got to remember. That's another thing. In today's world, it's crazy how what you do now can affect you later on. Yeah. I, so, I, you know, that's I, that's I, I, something that people need to realize. And I'm not trying to say was, you need to was suck it, up the people it, stuff was like it that. True, was it but, true dislike? It don't matter. I know, I'm just saying. Jordan just, truly disliked them. He just he had the, to put on 15 pounds. No, no I, like I said, weight and I, muscle. I under, I'm not saying they should not have stopped and shook their hands. I, I, no, I, I don't I, have a problem I, with you I, walking off. No, I, no, I get no. All that. I'm not, just saying. I, Isaiah I, I, I understood, but I also who's understood. the leader of the team? Isaiah, but okay. Also, but but in being the leader of the team, you got one of two choices: either he, most people will say, show the sportsmanship and and see who follows, or. He, he leaves his guys. He already knows. You just said, if six guys ain't going to let you come on the team, you ain't come on the team. So he got to go back to his locker room and explain to the other 11 guys. So you, you know didn't think I mean? Mikhail had to do the same thing? When he went to the locker room and they saw on um, the film that Isaiah stopped him and he talked to I him? I get it. I'm just telling so, you. So, yeah. again, and Mikhail wasn't even the leader of that team. It was no, Bird. Bird. Yeah. So, even so, more so, even more so, being the leader of the team, you stop. You you give him a handshake and keep moving. No problem walking off. Yeah, that's the that's I, the disdain. No problem with that. I get that. That's the competitive nature. In you you I, lost. You got swept. But the sportsmanship of it came back to bite him. Well, I feel the sportsmanship. You should have sit there and wait till it go zero zero. I don't think they should have left to begin with. You, well, you, you, that, you, well, you, one you, person that was. I mean, of course, they talked about it in the Bad Boys documentary, but he wasn't interviewed in this one. 
apparently this was Bill Ambeer's idea all along. So he was the leader of the team, yeah. not Isaiah. Yeah. No, if he Isaiah if he if he could have influenced Isaiah to like, oh yeah, okay, I'll, I'll walk off. Yeah, let's walk off the court. If he could influence Isaiah to do that, and it wasn't Isaiah saying, no, we shouldn't do that. We should wait till the clock goes zero zero. Or yeah, we can still shake their hands, but you know, let's go. But we'll but shake their hands just, on the way out. That just shows that's Lambeer you. being the leader of the team and influencing no. Isaiah. Yeah, no, and and not Isaiah saying no, we shouldn't do that. But that's Isaiah being weak. That's what I'm saying. He's not. He wasn't being a leader he, he in that moment. Leader. He was the leader of that team. In in that moment, no, he was in not that a moment. leader. Okay. In that moment, in that he's moment. not a leader. I, I put it this way: Isaiah was a leader on the court. He may not have been a leader in the locker room. And so you have a lot of that going on with guys no, on. He was guys in the locker room. I, 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 I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I it, like I watched that. I watched the Bad Boys documentary. <laughs> Isaiah was the star of the team, but, but when when and, when and, they traded Dantley for Aguirre. Lambeer's like, hey, I'm talking like I brought Mark in. I was like, this is how we do things. We don't need all that other stuff. It was Lambeer saying that. It wasn't Isaiah Thomas. And it's Isaiah Thomas's best friend. Mark Aguirre. <laughs> yeah, it was his best friend. And it wasn't it wasn't Isaiah saying, hey, this is how we do things yeah. right here. It's Lambeer they saying won a championship. It. I think I think they I th want, but who but <laughs> I, I think who I, brought in who's who had to talk to Mark Aguirre the first day he came to the team? I, I, I think in that era, I think in that era, all your big men were more so the leaders. All you know, your 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 Dantley's. Your, Dantley wasn't no leader because he got he got knocked well, out of I'm, there. I'm just talking about. But it was Mahorn and, Mahorn, and Lambeer Mahorn were the leaders Lambeer. of that team. If I if I go if I go to Indiana, the um the um I don't want to. It was say. Reggie Miller. No, I think the uh, it was Rick Smith. No, the other the two, oh the Davis boys. The Davis no, boy, they I didn't have I no think, say so. I think the Davis boys. They did not. I go, I go, I go to no. the Knicks. Is they whole front line Ewing X? You know what I mean? Ewing. it was it was Ewing on that team. Ewing and Oakley. Ewing and Oakley. Yeah. So I mean, I just but don't think, say no X. You cannot well, be no leader was, when you're was, averaging. If X was a mercenary a by then. Yeah, he, he was going team to team. He wasn't even a starter. Um, but I know Charles. I know You say Lambeer. Maybe because he was a starter. If you're not a starter, you're not a leader. I'm just saying. That's a, even no, even that's even from where X came from. X came from Seattle. I'm just saying the the your, you were no leader. I'm just saying in that era, your small forwards, your power forwards, your centers, those were the guys. Who, they were enforcers, but that's the difference between an and, enforcer and a leader. And most times, your enforcers also was the guys who structured the the. So who, Patrick, who, who you were an enforcer. No, no. That's why I said. Okay, so that's, exactly. That's, 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 so, but that's why I'm saying Oakley and your other your other strongmen at the Knicks were your guys. I don't know if X who, was because he was only there for one year. One year but yeah. he was a mercenary right then, going team to team. Yeah, yeah so, he, he was. You know, hopefully trying to get a ring at that point. They set the tone not just on the court, but I believe they set the tone as far as you know what kind of attitude and swagger you had off the court. Now, granted, no. the bad boys took it to a whole different level, especially when they got to go against Jordan because they had one way to do it and the only way that they could to actually stop him was to pulverize him into the ground. And so they did it for a couple of years. So my takeaway <laughs> my takeaway from this was just how physical the league was back then. There was a clip where Pippen got hit across the face and the ref drags him to the sideline out the way while the play continues. So it wasn't it wasn't um, a flopping at that point. Like, it was literally beating up a person at that particular point in time. And you went to the line and got two free throws, and that was it. And you kept it moving. So, looking at that era, I would, based on players today, 
I don't know which of them could, could survive something like that. And I mean, I'm not saying that none of them could, but in that era, I don't see hardly any of them being able to survive and have the toughness. I I will say, I'm just off the top of my head right now, Jimmy Butler, because it takes a special kind of person that will stand up and come back like Jordan did to realize, you know what? I've never had weight training before because it wasn't a big thing until now and that I needed to put on some muscle because to his his words, I need to inflict the pain instead of start taking it. Mm -hmm. And the other thing was the mental toughness. I got to know when I go in and I get fouled and I know it, I can't react. I can't. That's what he told um, Horace Grant, man. Stop whining because it's, it's not doing you any good. They got in your head. Yeah, yeah. And Sally mentioned that. When we push Pippen to the ground and he just sat there, he didn't react. He just went to the free throw line and hit two free throws. He like, we knew it was over because not taking away from Detroit had one of the best teams, period. Not just because they were physical, because they could play and everybody knew their yeah, role. Yeah. But to inflict that kind of punishment, it's a mental, it's a mental game. Out, that's what, that's why, that's so. You mentioned Jimmy Butler. You got certain guys, depending on how they came, how they came, you know, through the ranks and got to the NBA. Like anything else, it's all, it's all training. I, I will, I will make this example in reference to the NFL. I don't want no wide receiver. You want to compare errors. Any wide receiver now couldn't survive in the seventies and eighties where they were allowed to take their heads off. You know what I mean? Because you wasn't running a route in the middle of the you in the in the seventies. You wasn't middle of the middle field. The field. No. Well, if you ran it, you ran it one time. You know what I mean? Because I because Atwater or or uh, Lot would be like, I'm taking your head off. And so to your point, if you came through there again, then it's like, well, something wrong with this dude because right. I really just took his head off. And he now, got back up. And got he back up. You know again. what I mean? So you tip your hat or whatever. Now right. then you get a little you get respect at yeah. that point. So these guys nowadays. The, bet, the, the downside to controlling the league and having control and, and, and things of that players also dictate how things happen, you know. So now yeah. everybody whines and, 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 you know, phantom calls and rolling on the ground and go back and look at replays. So now sometimes I do agree with Mark Jackson when he's doing the commentary. Like, man, you know, you want somebody, want a ref to respect you. Just go shoot your free throws and keep it moving. But right. you got to remember where Mark Mark came from, that era, that era where, where you, I used to beat you up from the three-point line to the rim, and you only got one foul. So it, I it, mean, they actually had something called the Jordan Rules. Yeah, yeah. It was beat him up. Beat him up. If you get in this area, <laughs> right. beat him up. Send him to the elbows, one. Can't let him go baseline. And like I said, don't let him get started. Once he gets in there and gets started, like you said, he's not human at that point. Yeah. But that was the thing. It was... You pushed him, pushed him left. That was the other thing. Help came from up top. You know, I made the the question and was like, have we ever seen anybody else that have rules like that? Shaq. That's it. But I mean, we it just came to the point where he was just like, he's going to shoot free throws. So free throws, they right. just manipulated the rule that was already in there. But that's the closest thing Thank to you. having, you know, how do you defend this guy? So that in shows a yeah. person's dominance where you have to have rules specifically for that one person. Mm. Not just, oh, you know, his left hand is weak, so, you know, we're going to push him right or something yeah. like that. Or, you know, Avery Johnson, you know, we know he couldn't shoot past 16 feet, so, yeah. you know, you back up and you play the middle, so mm. he went, couldn't throw it into um, Duncan and Robinson. Not saying that, but where you had to have rules, mm. that was but you also huge had, you also time. You also had to either trade or 
or draft according to who you was going to see in the playoffs. We didn't really care about the regular season. They knew we was going to see this Joker either in the semi or in the conference finals. And so they built their team in order to, because once you got, once they were able to, this is the Pistons, once you were able to make sure you kept Jordan at bay, you were, you were set to beat anybody else. Yeah. You know what they beat? They beat, uh, they beat Portland. Who else they beat? Um, they beat the Lakers. The Lakers. In and the they, finals? In the finals. And they should have Phoenix. Beat, and they, no, I'm talking about uh, Detroit. Oh, Detroit. They, they should have uh, won three straight, but they lost the first They one. lost the one to the Lakers, Lakers and they yeah. swept in the next year, yeah, yeah. then they beat Portland. Portland, yeah. yeah. So they would have had a 3 P 2 if they, not for that first. That was first. I the only one that saw the troll that Jordan had on after they beat Detroit? He had on the 3 P. Yeah, yeah 3 P. Oh, yeah. <laughs> question mark, 3 P. question right. mark. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, but the, this uh, troll at, game, the, boy. At the, at the same time, the East was stacked, though. Like, so we talked about it a couple weeks ago. That Indiana team wasn't nothing to sneeze that at. That Philly team nothing to sneeze at. Milwaukee. I, I think I said maybe two years ago, I was like, listen, you gave me the seventh, sixth, seventh, or eighth seed from hey, the East at that time. Hops. Oh, I'm saying. You gave me the sixth, seventh, or eighth seed at that time and, and put them in now. They'll make the conference finals. Like that year, the year before Jordan broke through with Detroit, that was in 90. Hawks had a stacked team, but they couldn't beat Detroit in the, I think it was the first round that they lost to And them they in. were going five to five games, so five really games. the first game was the most important. Point game. You didn't get that one, it was <laughs> yeah. pretty much over yeah. at that point. <laughs> Unless you were the um, Batombo's team, the Denver Nuggets yeah. that year who beat Seattle in a five-game series with the fifth game being yeah, yeah. in Seattle. In Seattle, yeah. So, you know, it's, um, it's just... Much, much more pressure on the very first game. Now in the seven game series, oh, we, the, we the, talked about that. If, if you're the better team, you the better team is always going to win. Always. The, as, for the most part, it's like 85, I think 87 percent or whatever. They're going to like 93 percent of yeah. the time. They're going to yeah. do that. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. We got more to discuss on the last dance. This is DNA Sports Talk. It's 1100 AM. Be right back. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan-style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder that no matter the time of the day and no matter what day of the week, East Coast, West Coast, all points in between, we are always on. So go to your app store and download the Real 1100 app and listen wherever and whenever. The Real, Real, Real. Hey. I'm Murfinetti. You can say Murfinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world, <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at MurfinettiFashions.MyBigCommerce.com 
Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. This station and the Beasley Best Community of Caring want to protect your family. Get everyday prevention tips at cdc.gov slash COVID-19. DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk, where we bring the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so, 404-603-8770 is the number to call in. Once again, 404-603-8770. Also live on Periscope as well as Facebook. Uh, Send us your thoughts about uh, what you feel about The Last Dance as we can finish our discussion on it. Love Miss Fun Size. Loving it. Super nostalgic. Yes, it is. Uh, my other takeaway from the last dance featuring Dennis Rodman and the Bad Boys, and I mentioned this before, is just people don't realize how smart Dennis Rodman was. I remember probably a couple of years ago, he had spoke about in an interview that he sat there and would watch tape on how Pippen and Jordan would shoot. And I remember, I can't remember who was interviewing him, but they showed Jordan taking a shot and they cut the tape and they said, what happens next? He said, oh, he missed it left. Shot another, they showed another clip of his jump shot and they stopped it and he said, oh, that's in. And it went in. Like he studied, so he knew where the rebound, where he mentioned it, where the rebound was going to go, if it was going in or not, so that he could be in the right position. And that's what people don't realize. Rebounding is mainly about position. Yeah. You looked at uh, Dennis Rotman. Yeah, he could jump, but it wasn't like he was this great leaper. He wasn't a Sean Kemp he was or anything nine, like scrawny. that. He just he knew where to you. be, and he out-hustled you. And from that, he was able to lead the league in rebounding seven times. And he's one of only, uh, I think they said Camby did it twice. He'd done it seven times, 20 rebounds, zero points. Is because he knew what his role was, and he did it to the best of his ability. And he literally outworked you. Which is why, in that documentary, he was allowed to have a two-day vacation, his load management to go. is because they knew if we don't let him go, he had already started to become like a depressed, you know, yeah, he show up and he's ready to go. But for his own psyche, he needed to get away for a couple yeah, of days. For them to... Whatever. They they considered his his mental health. Right where like we need him to be like we need him to be here mentally right and if this is what it takes then okay then even though jordan said it. you know what, he's we like gonna get him he, he's he not gonna be back, back in 48 hours yeah right <laughs> but, it might be 72 hours yeah. that was the point though we we kid about load management but literally and i don't think it's well now it's more talked about thanks to people like kevin love who come out it was the mental health dennis needed that for his mental health and I think one of the other great documentaries was his 30 for 30 about him and how he grew up, how this joker was homeless, you know, came from a small school, but literally he just worked hard. And he gives a lot of credit to, we were talking earlier about uh, not only Phil, but Chuck Daly mm-hmm. as being 
Uh, father figures. Father figures. He called Chuck Daly God and Phil Jackson Moses. But that's the, the reverence and respect that he had for him. And Phil was able to tap into that. We saw in this documentary uh, using the Native Americans and being able to talk to Rodman like that. So allowing a person who you can see, okay, he's going to have a mental breakdown if he doesn't go. So, yes. And the fact that Phil was like, no, I'm not telling Joy, you need to tell him. I'll bring him in the office, but you tell him that you need to go. And I got to give Jordan and Pippen credit both for saying, okay, go. Now, when they found him, that was nuts. That's what I really want to know is maybe Jordan will, you know, reveal that one day maybe before not. his deathbed. No. <laughs> well, he was snitching on boy on the plane, though. That's right, but no. <laughs> Talking about your alcoholic, yeah, 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 uh, Burnell. That's fine, but not. No, but, no. Yeah, because um, <laughs> no, some, no, somebody not. somebody said this on Twitter. It's like, okay, hold up. So Carmen Electra was in the hotel room, and then she hid when Michael Jordan came to the door. I, I just, but, I don't think that's what happened. I think she was. She may have been on the couch, and there was somebody else in that bed. In bed. Madonna, whoever. Who, who, who knows? Who knows? But. If I got something on you, if you got something on me, best believe I got something on you. <laughs> so if you go tell on me, I better already be in the ground. They didn't ask <laughs> they didn't ask Jordan about they just asked like, look, I, I went to his hotel I went to the hotel room to to, to get him. Right. That's it. He didn't That's give it. any other details. Yeah. I went to <laughs> he get didn't him. Say anything else. It's no telling who I was in the room. But what would the um say though about what you're talking about with uh with Phil Jackson and the connection with Robin? This is why Phil Jackson is considered the, the greatest coach. Yeah. Because he he finds a way to connect with each of his players. And some people will just say, oh, he, he had Jordan and then he had Shaq and Kobe. Like it, it's more than it's that. It's more than that. You can have there are some great teams that didn't win. Or didn't win like that. Talent doesn't win you because I know and I know people say, Oh, if I had that team I could coach them. No, you really couldn't. You can't just roll the ball out there and and, and say, Hey, do it, right. Because they have to respect you. And they have to buy in. That was the other thing we were talking about earlier. When you look at Phil Jackson, he had to get Mike to buy in to the triangle offense. And I said it before that Tex Winters was the mastermind behind all of this. He was the one that said, this is going to work. Jordan, you can still get your 30 points a game, but you got to trust your players and get the ball moving, and this is how you're going to win a championship. This is how you get over the hump. This is how you get to that place where you're holding the trophy and you're crying. As they mentioned, they had never seen Jordan like that. He was only yelling at you, trying to get you to be a perfectionist like he was, but to show emotions like that was the first time they had ever seen that. But you don't get that without a coach who can relate to you and get the most out of you. And Phil is one of the greatest because he can do that. Yeah, you know, he had uh, Shaq and Kobe. But to be able to get those two to work together, and we saw the, and of course um, it's been um, mentioned that Kobe has been documenting his last uh, series, um, his last season too, and maybe in a couple of years that will come out. And I'm sure we'll finally get some backstory stories about him and Shaq, how they didn't get along. We kind of know a lot of it already. Right. Because this is a new day and age where, yeah. you know, you have social media and things like that. But I'm sure it's a bunch of stories that will come out as to how it was a struggle to get them to mesh and work together. So it takes a great coach to be able to do that. So people got to understand, granted, you got to have talent. That's A1. 
or you know now maybe two great players and then you know supplement guys around but like in any job you can have you can go through a lot of managers and then maybe have somebody that's there that knows how to relate to everybody to get yelling at everybody doesn't get the result that you want so sometimes it takes it takes managers or leaders of a team to realize how to relate to an individual so you figure out you know what xyz if i give him that extra 15 minutes he's going to give me 45 minutes on the back end whereas if then if i understand so-and-so needs structure i need to give him structure you know what i mean and and, and vice versa so each individual you got the team structure and then you got individual structure and you got to be able to know how to mesh all those oh, things together that's not easy. now the one thing i will say is i don't know how it would be interesting to see if we were to take social media now and put it in there so i don't know if robin would be able to have his hiatus and it not be all over six o'clock news. well it was then but not not twenty four seven well, cycle. That's you know where I mean? we know what happened. Right, yeah, and because you you can still control. We would know what happened. I can still control the narrative. <laughs> right. So even though, because I had guys in my back pocket as far as as far as beat writers or whatever. So I had guys that be like, you know what, I'm gonna give you this tidbit. You can run with that, but that's all you're gonna run with. Right. And if you run with anything more, I never let you back back into this back back to the inner now sanctum. now no it, it doesn't matter because. We all Everybody have, got a phone. We all got access. Yeah, yeah. And, and TMZ. There's a TMZ on every corner because if you go into the hotel, somebody hitting you on, you know what I mean, or taking a picture and verifying where you at and whatnot. So it'll be interesting to see how good. This is not a knock on field, but it'd be interesting to see if you could take social media now, drop it into the to the early '90s and see how the he fact was that able Dennis to. didn't show up after the 48 hours. Cause you know the, would have been what, a headline. The questions were well, still was a headline there. Like, where is yeah. Dennis? You said forty eight hours. Why is he with the team? And then and, you would hear a lot of people talking about that. What Phil should do? Like, he should suspend Rodman, or the Bulls should fine him. And, and you get right. It didn't by, seem like anything happened. They're like, okay, well, he's back now. Yeah. Okay, but you. But he the way he came back in though was hilarious. Yeah. Flip flops and socks. <laughs> you know, so uh, they came in a robe with some flip flops. But even at that, we then you only talk to to the star players. You're talking to Pippen, Jordan, Rodman, maybe whatever. Now the 12th guy on the roster's got a microphone in this, and you know what I mean. So it's even. It was then, but but not like it is. You know, but no, not like it is now because you have, you know, for one, the media part has changed. Yeah, yeah. Before. What was it, around 2004 or five? I want to say you could go to a practice and you could see, oh man, he's limping like something must be wrong. Before you had to wait for the team physician yeah, to or somebody you. to say, yeah. this person is a scratch for today. Well, like, why? Uh, hamstring. Yeah. You like, hamstring, okay. But you could be at a practice, mm-hmm. you just couldn't, you know, you couldn't film it. Well, you couldn't film certain parts. They would have yeah. certain parts you you could film, like you could show, like so and so is taking you wasn't, you know, shoot around or whatever. He wasn't pulling no shoot be- around. He right. wasn't pulling no Belichick. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but before that, yeah, you could be at that practice. You could see the things that were going on, and you could write on things like that. But still, to that standard, you knew what you could and couldn't write. Yeah. You knew what you could lead, what information you could lead with, and what you couldn't because you would get cut off. Yeah, is that yeah? So they still. And I think still to this day, it's still the same thing. It's certain things that are information you can get that you know that you're not supposed to write or say. Yeah. 
And I think the fact that he was able to manage that, I mean, speaks to him being one of the greatest coaches. I mean, it's... Well, he had helped, though, because, I mean, Jordan Jordan had his rules, then it let guys, um, you know, you, you cross Jordan once, you never have access to him again. So at that yeah. point, when you got a guy that's, again, 10% of the GM, you know, you're going to do what he says because... If you I don't, don't if I don't get access, I don't got no no my my, my plate's empty. Yeah, you know, so they're gonna find somebody else to go there that can get access. So, you know, there are some things that because of his power was able to um, alleviate some of that sideline headache. You know what I mean? That right. was going on. You know, it didn't get out as much. So, and, and it shouldn't have. I mean, some things. I mean, we we kid about Derek Jeter being the king of New York for years. And all we know is the baskets that he was seeing. That's here's, it. Like, here's what I know. Here's, he here's what I know. How long? Years. He didn't skate. He's still skating. <laughs> How many years was he, he in? He twenty years as a Yankee. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Like eighteen. How 18? many controversies? Years, How roughly. many controversies have you had heard of him in New York with anything? Just anything. Does the yeah. basket count? That ain't even real a controversy. Again, that, I mean, is. like we say, the basket doesn't count because I can't tell you. I can't tell you what the basket is. Right. If you ask anybody what the basket is, they'd be like, "Huh? What you mean? A gift basket? A fruit basket? Like he used to give the girls a basket?" I know, but I'm just saying, don't nobody really know that. Like that's all. We, so, yeah. Not not when you got. We can go through the history of the scandals in New York from and, and just, oh, just let's just do baseball. Let's just start with uh with 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 DG. Cocaine from the, you know what I mean from the Mets. All the uh, Mets. Um, yeah, that, like, that was like the whole team. Yeah, Hernandez, Dystra. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> gonna say New York. Talk man. about Jordan and um, when he walked in as a rookie and he was like the cocaine train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mets literally were the cocaine train. You go to the Yankees from the 70s, the 80s. Wasn't Shoot, it? The, Doc, the, was the, it Doc or Strawberry that missed the World Series parade? It was, was Doc. Doc, Doc yeah. was high. He was so high. That he missed the World Series parade. <laughs> it's a kite. Um, but you go to the Yankees, the skippers had more controversy than the players. So Yeah, because Steinbrenner Stein- was firing him. <laughs> firing him, brought him back, <laughs> fired him again. But if you just look at the look at the team that Gina was on, all the teams, this is why I said I don't know how in the world he gets by. And what I mean by this, can't I can't sit I can name 17 guys from the Yankees that were got caught with steroids. 17. It, the word yeah, is, man. if you associated with him, I gotta look at you funny, right? The yeah. whole starting pitcher, yeah. every guy they every guy they brought in was on was on Balco from the A's from oh, Seattle. <laughs> like they went out looking for guys that had got a needle in between the toe. And Jeter is nothing. I'm, but, I'm, I mean, Jeter hit two ninety six every year. And I'm not so. saying. I'm not saying. <laughs> right. I'm he, not saying. So it's like, well, he's not doing anything. Two eighty five to two ninety six. Yeah. Right. Yeah. His, yeah. his I'm not average saying, never moved. And I'm not saying Jeter did anything. By no means. I'm not saying. I just find it amazing. He, he didn't look never, like he did. He just all. never got caught in anything. I mean, at all. But just hey, anyway. that's why he is. That's why. That's um, why he's the captain. One thing that I look back. The fact that Jordan blew game four against the Cavs, and then you come back to game five and hit the game winner. And I was laughing at uh, Ron Harper yeah, was Ron. like, man, like you put Elo. But if you go back and look, Elo, Elo played him. great. Defense. Elo made him double clutch. Exactly. He made him double clutch. He made him fly. <laughs> so, I mean, I could see if he just took a step and pulled up and like but he wasn't there. But if, if Harper was defense. on him, does Jordan even get open to get the ball? Probably. Probably. Jordan wanted it that bad. 
We don't well, know. Well, Jordan takes a different shot. He may not. He, 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 may, not, he, he yeah. may not get. He may not get to the uh, to the free throw line. Maybe Harper is able to send him. Send him left or right or whatever. Send him more more baseline to but the corner. But Jordan cut through a double team to even get the ball. But it wasn't. But it wasn't hard though. It wasn't a hard set. Because because Larry Nance pushed him. I think if you go back and look, Nance came out so to cut him off. So he cuts back in. But I think Harper would run. Would have him rope. Would have had him rotate back toward the bench, the baseline, and the corner. Whereas because of Elo. With a step behind, it allowed him to get the ball and then get to the free throw line. So maybe Harper gives him a harder shot. What's funny about the whole sequence is that that's the first appearance of Ron Harper in this whole thing. And what he said, there classic. is a reason why. <laughs> it is a classic when he said we might not see him much. <laughs> Ron Harper was like, "Say what? Some bull, man! <laughs> I got him, Coach. I got, got him." him. Well, I mean, you look at it, it was the same thing in the um, the finals against Seattle. Gary Payton wanted the assignment, but George Calden want Gary Payton both play, playing both ends mm-hmm. so much. He needed yeah. him to score in that particular system, and especially since he had the mismatch over Ron Harper at that time. So, so I, think, I, think, I, I mean, if Jordan misses that shot, we're praising Craig Elo for great defense. Yeah, I, well, it, it is what it is. I, I put it this way: so the first three, the first three championships the Bulls got. I want to see them lose. And they probably should have lost two of them because I think Seattle should have ran them into the ground. Um, with Seattle Kent, had the better team. They had the better Actually, to they be had the honest better front with you, court. Actually, all the teams that Jordan went up against, the other team was better. The first three, no, the, the Lakers were on their end. By name, yeah. they were, by name, I they mean, were better. That, like, by, look at that that team, that 91 Lakers team. By name, they Magic were better. Magic dragged them to the finals. By name, by name. But you go back. They all, beat the tired um, Portland Trail Blazers. Magic dragged that team to the finals. The Lakers, the, the first one the, the Bulls got. You realize who they beat? They beat the team that Jordan beat the the next year, which was the Portland Trail Blazers. But still, Magic dragged that team to the finals. But they won. That's what I'm saying. No, but listen, I'm not. I'm, I'm, just, I'm not. I mean, I, I, I would, I wouldn't say that the Lakers that year had a better team than the Bulls. No, that's my point. That that first that first championship, I'm not. I'm not hailing. I, I, I'm not hailing. I'm not hailing the, the Bulls. That one. I'm not hailing. With an old Magic, a hurt worthy, or worthy had a hamstring. Magic was thirty-one. No, yeah, but no. but all of them were. But that was that like that was worthy. Worthy was hurt. Worthy was hurt. Worthy was hurt. Because I don't think he played game four yeah, or five. He was hurt. He Mad- didn't play game. by the time game five. Magic was out there with like Tony Smith and <laughs> Terry Teagle. Okay. Game Campbell five. Had but he was over at that yeah, point. Yeah. He was over there. And they, it, I give him credit. They even at least they hung in until the fourth quarter of game five. Yeah. Yeah. That. That they, that, they that was magic one. dragging that team yeah. as far as he could. That that Lakers team was not the Bulls had the advantage in that first championship. Now that Portland and that Seattle, definitely Seattle because Seattle I say she, Phoenix, even Barkley. I think I think no, well by I that think, point they I had, think they were uh, they were a championship team by that point. I but think still. But I think I think it was I think it was even. You know what I mean? It wasn't it wasn't again the Portland Seattle teams were much better on paper and I think Seattle. I think the advantage they had is that they were younger. That front court. I give no credit to Wor- Willington and. Well, and that's the case. Again, that's but all they, of them. They were, I mean, they were. I, the only the advantage they had is that line. they were younger. Utah had a brother front line. 
Osu Tag Malone. Oh, They're playing Antoine I, Carr. I'm not giving. I'm not giving credit. Greg to, Foster. I'm not giving credit to Osu Tag. I'm not. I mean, when I say credit, like. I'm over winning team. Over winning team Come on, you they crazy. There's no, a reason Osu Tag was in that. Like he was there to be seven foot three and be big, and Utah is stuck with having that strategy ever I, since. I, I, but I mean, it goes back to, to Mark Eaton. But they're going to have we're going to have that seven foot three you, guy in the middle. Were you giving the ball to Osu Tag and saying clear out? Hey, he was. Yeah. I'm talking about no, defensively. He was a protector. He was not talking about offense. But the reason why I'm saying Seattle and Portland. Not only were they bigs big, but they bigs had had offensive skill. Well, I would say that and, for Portland. I would say that for Portland, that but not really it. Seattle. Yeah, name Seattle. Name. It was Kemp. He's a front. Shrimp. Cage. Cage wasn't on the team. Yes, Cage was on the team. Not ninety six. Michael Cage. No, he, he wasn't on the team in ninety six. It was Kemp, Shrimp, and like Perkins. And then they had they had to play Burkowski, and, so, and then Rodman got well, in his well, head. Well, Rodman got in his head before right. the game started. <laughs> but you know, Rodman got in the Malone's head too. Pat him on the butt a couple of times and whispered in his ear, and that was <laughs> Malone's only shot jump was from from was the it. second period on for the rest of the series. And so you know, but that's the other thing about Rodman too. You talking about how smart he was? He was he 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 learned that from Detroit though. He mastered. How to get into your head, head yeah. and, and play that psychology. He probably got some of that from Phil too. He learned how to master and, and play with your emotions. And once you got rattled, that was it. That was, that was, that was it. All you wrote. I, I was laughing too at um, Phil telling Jordan who's open, and he was like Paxson. He was like trusting him, and Jordan said he trusted him after he made that first shot. Now well, yeah, he had to make Paxson, the first one, but if Paxson missed, if Paxson missed that first I'm shot, you, I'm not I'm giving you the rattle. <laughs> I'm not giving you those. I'm not giving it to you. Listen, if you wide open, <laughs> what you going to go the beaks? I'm going to go to the hole. Drive the collapse. Team, triple and I'm going to collapse out. Otherwise, I'm going to shoot over. I'm going yeah. to pass somebody else. One thing about that, like, a lot of people don't realize, Jordan averaged 11 assists against the, in the Lakers series. He averaged 11 assists the game. Third, it was like 33 and 11 so in we, that series. So we were talking before we got on the show last week. I could take Jordan and put him in the way they, they play the game now. Jordan probably averaged 42. I, uh, he was averaging, what, 32, He averaged 32. When you got beat up halfway to the yeah. basket now. He would get more fouls. He would he he would go to the line as much as uh, Harden does now. That's, and the thing was, he, he shoot didn't him. shoot a lot of threes either. See, that was a difference. So I, I, like He, wouldn't, he still wouldn't shot. have to shoot a whole lot of threes. Because I think then, if you got past your guy, now you got to deal with someone um, at well, the rim. rim, yeah. Today you get past your guy. It's a layup. It's, yeah. it's a dunk. Yeah, because yeah. there, there's no one there. I say 40. And, and they can't. Ro- they don't rotate. Nah, so now, if rotate. I am open in the corner, because now you look at hard. He takes two dribbles, sets his feet. No one still ain't ran at him. <laughs> Jordan back then was playing one on one ball, which is what Phil was like. Let me get you involved in a triangle team yeah. ball. The league now is primarily one on one. Yeah. So this is right up his alley. <laughs> Listen, and he can shoot free throws, and right. he got a mid-range. So at the end of Jordan's career, which weren't bad numbers, he was averaging like 19 to 22 points a game at 40 to 41. So give me the prime with the Wizards. So give me the prime Jordan right. into this into this with type of rules. league. So if he's averaging 32, I'm giving him 10 more points, and I'm being nice. I would probably want to say he might average close to 50. Nah, not and they much. made a three-point shot closer. <laughs> you see, 
You can't he, he hand would, check. He would, he would average forty. Oh my! Because he set the fourth quarter. Yeah. Oh, okay. He stood out. <laughs> he, him and, and hey, that was him and um, Scotty's thing was hey, let's ice our knees and everything. Yeah. And that was the also the other thing that Dennis Rodman felt a little slighted. He was like, hey, like when Scotty was out, it was me and you. We went from I think it was like eight and seven to like. 21 and 12 or something like that we went on this winning streak because you know we were like trusting each other and then like Dennis said now I feel like I'm the third wheel now that Scotty comes back but even because you are <laughs> even with that you still needed um all three of them to do their job, job yeah 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 but you could tell Jordan was still upset with Scotty about having his migraine though because I mean he was a win at all costs yeah I mean, what was his phrase? There's no. There's uh, he said there's an I and win when it was like there's, there's no, team, but there's one and win. There's one and win. What Kobe got? Kobe's like there's no. Uh, there's know, no I and team, but there's, 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 there's an me in that joke. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes to show. I guess for some of them coming from Central Arkansas, or a small college, or even joining from Carolina. Even though you might have some talent, you put in the work. Yeah. And today, we're in a microwave society. And it's so, I want to see the results now. I don't want the oven. I don't want to have to sit here and bake, you know, on 375 for 45 minutes. I want to put it in three minutes. I want to, I want op- I want to open the box and it's already and ready. it's there. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, young players, both men and women, they don't get that part well, of you have to put in the work I, to so become. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna defend that a little bit. I agree with you, but I'm gonna defend that a little bit. So if you look at Jordan, you look at those guys, they put the work in because they had to get the they had to get paid. So you look at what Jordan was getting. So you got so, so now, you're saying well, so, well so, to that point real quick, why Pippen took that first contract yeah. because his family needed yeah. the money. So you got guys now. So if I you know it's like almost like a boxer. You know, you'll knock that guy out. That's the reason why I hate when boxers, are, even in the NBA, when guys are sometimes too friendly. They've been friends, you know, the whole time. And now you get on the court and you, you, you don't really smell. You don't go for blood. You know what I mean? Because, you know, that's your friend or whatever. The banana boat boys and all that kind of stuff. But the problem, the, the situation with Jordan and those guys is they wasn't getting paid. So you look at Jordan again. He, he, he went to the last two years. He got them one year, $30 yeah, yeah. million dollar checks. But, Haynes is making money. Gatorade oh, yeah. is making money. Nike's making money. Uh, uh, um, uh, what's the what's the uh, the cereal? Uh, Wheaties is making money. Um, who knows? Whatever in Chicago is making money. Everybody. And 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 you know you got Jordan only getting you know which is decent money for the time, but it's it's pennies compared to what's going on around him. There's a reason why again everything that ran through him, ten percent. Um, like there was there's a time where. We we're talking about with Cleveland, John Hot Rod Williams was the highest paid player Play. in the league. Yep. Yeah. And he wasn't even starting. <laughs> right. So that that drive. It now, depends on when that but now you who, can, who's the GM to and who's yeah. the owner as to like it goes back with Pippen not being able to negotiate another contract. But now you get kids that come in now, they come in and off the rip they're the highest paid. They ain't bounced the ball yet. You, you know what I'm saying? And you can't tell me that, that that's not playing to your psyche about not saying you don't work hard, but maybe you don't work that extra hard because you've already got 
you you got your goal already. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there was stuff that he was still chasing. All those guys were still chasing. All of them, all the top 50 guys were still chasing. And part it of was it was respect. respected first. But the second part is I need to maximize my check because I'm only going to get but so much out of the league. So I need to maximize. I need to make well, sure. I mean, for some, like Rotman said, hey, I'll play basketball for free, but you're going to pay me for the BS and the other stuff that yeah, comes, comes with, with it. it. Yeah, yeah. So it was... And I thought Durant seemed to be one of those type players. He just loved to play ball. Like, regardless, it didn't matter where it was, what yeah. was taking place. Durant's problem is a mama's boy. I just to play boy. ball. <laughs> That's his problem? That's his problem. He a mama's boy. He is. That is not his problem. Okay. That joker is <laughs> sensitive. Yeah, but that ain't because That comes to your mama's boy. I'm a mama's boy, but I ain't sensitive, though. Well... You're the only child. <laughs> That's a different realm. <laughs> it's about five other jokers with Kate Kevin. That he the mama's boy. <laughs> but still, you saying so his mom made him soft? No, I'm saying he's sensitive because of his mama. <laughs> if you look at Durant as compared to, so you saying LeBron is sensitive too? Yes, mama boy. Yes, you know why he flopping all over the place. Yes, 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 yes. Keep on going. I'm trying to go. Who else is coming in? Keep on going. Who else is uh? And, Lebr- at, and no. LeBron being his feelings to a whole lot. So it's not even. That's just he, how players are now. He, he just now he's not as bad as Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant setting up 19 different. <laughs> different Twitter accounts and, and la 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 and even when he gets so when he, so if they come from a, a nice wholesome family, family right. structure like Steph Curry so or Steph is uh, not mama's boy no but they, had yeah, nothing, they, got, they got nothing Steph to, is a mama's they got boy. nothing to do no it got nothing to do with, with with structure nothing to do at all I'm just saying the two examples you use they both mama's boys one is worse than the other <laughs> they, what about Harden How's hard not? He saw. Don't play no defense. Don't he show up in the playoffs. He ain't crying. What? I'm talking about, I'm yes. talking about crying publicly. Oh, my goodness. No, no, no. Crying publicly. So, KG so, cried publicly. So, so is Westbrook is Westbrook soft? No. A mama's boy? Yeah, he a mama's boy. Everybody a mama's boy now. See, everybody a mama's <laughs> but, boy. Westbrook is not a mama's boy. No I, don't, no, I don't perceive Westbrook to be a mama's boy. Oh my God! Westbrook is just a California cat. You, you're oh, not now a, we got to get separated. No, East Coast, West no, Coast. It ain't, listen, oh. you have conversations with certain people. You're like, oh, you're from California. I get it now. Everything Ky- about Westbrook does, says California. Does, does Kyrie act like a mama's boy? No, Kyrie just crazy. <laughs> I don't get no mama's yes, boy. Yes, he out is. Of, I don't get no mama's it, boy. Out of by Kyrie. your, by that standard, he is. I don't get any mama's boy out of Kyrie. I get mama's boy out of Kevin Durant. And I get mama's boy out of. So out those are only two people for right now. For right. Everybody else, you saying no? I want if you get. There's gonna be some more people in there. My God, we're gonna take a break. This is <laughs> this is crazy. This is DNA Sports Talk. So this is 1100, and we'll be right back. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. 
Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA News. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Hey folks, just a quick reminder that no matter the time of the day and no matter what day of the week, East Coast, West Coast, all points in between, we are always on. So go to your app store and download the Real 1100 app and listen wherever and whenever. The Real, Real, Real. And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. It's Don the D and DNA. This is Asa A and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so, unless you're a mama's boy. No, once, Asa. One, once unless I, you unless you that. No, you know nah, you, you, you apparently you can't call in because you're sensitive. You, you know, you're gonna be sensitive and call in talking <laughs> that noise with us. But now nah, I will say this: now took Kevin Durant one of the best MVP speeches in any sport ever given. So you mad because he cried and no, gave mad. his mom no, as the MVP? I'm not mad at any of that. Like I listen, I one of the better speeches, period, as far as sports goals was given by Kevin Durant. Um, and I have no issues with uh, LeBron because LeBron takes care of his family and all that kind of stuff. But I'm just telling you, those two boy, guys, boy, those two guys, you sliding, boy. You, you sliding. doing a Michael Jackson everybody right now? Sliding. I said what I said. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I said what I said. Um, other hoops before we go to NASCAR uh, um, in a second. Um, Danny Manning got fired on his day off. Uh, Craig. Lake Forest. <laughs> uh, NBA has decided that some um, arenas can open up, uh, rather practice facilities, for those states who have allowed people to you know, resume some form of normalcy. So you back to uh, having hope that um No, it's just it's no team organized uh practices. Uh individual can come and use the facilities now. Uh however the Hawks and Georgia decided to open up last Friday. <sighs> That's a whole nother story. But since Georgia has decided to open up some things, the Hawks have said that they're gonna wait to May eighth before they allow any of the Hawks players to come back in to the facilities and work out. So it's, again, 
you're still not allowed to work as a team. That has come down from the NBA above. But some of players don't have, you know, a gym or somewhere to shoot or to work out, and they don't want them going to Planet Fitness and LA Fitness, you know, that have opened up to work out. If you're going to work out, they'd rather you do it at the team facility. I guess that way they can monitor things as well. Control. Control, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I really, again, I, I know that I have done what I've wiped everything out. I trusted what's, what's done who here. all has been here. I know what I'm using as far as chemicals yeah. to clean and all that kind of stuff. Whereas, And I, like you say, I know what players have come in. Mm-hmm. So if somebody does get sick, I immediately know the four players. Yeah. To tracing, to, to trace, right? It's tracing to go so, back and uh, um, that's that's the whole problem with all of this. I I still think all these leagues are going to somehow make a push to make things happen, but I think the problem is, um, you know, just testing. And so I think all these leagues can probably test right now. The PR is not going to look good when you don't have to be able to test the mass majority of you know just regular yeah. citizens. So it's a fine line, you know, to come out and say. Uh, you know, the Lakers get tested twice a day or, you know, once a month or whatever, but then the rest of the rest of the Los Angeles you only you only tested one percent. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's the that's the problem I think all these um all these these uh major league baseball football everybody's gonna get into is the PR aspect of it. I don't I think football, whether it's college or professional, can care less about the PR because we all the love. We, 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 don't want, care. we want football we don't care. so bad, we don't care. We don't care. But I still think baseball, hockey, basketball still have a um their PR perception is still is not as not as yeah, solid. Hockey actually is talking about using two sites. Um one in Canada was it Toronto? It might have been and then uh I think it was Columbus, Ohio was of them. But they were talking about using two different sites. If they move forward to maybe finishing the season or just going straight to the playoffs, that I think, I think, been I think out. at this point you go straight to the playoffs. Again, too much time has gone by to try to make up make whatever up those games. games and everything. You give them some time to get back in and you know. Get oh yeah, everybody will have that thirty two, days, three, thirty days, or three, whatever. Let's just say maximum thirty, 30 days, days to get together. But I'm not trying to finish the last 25, 30 games or whatever games are left. Standings are what they are, and then just and roll with just it. roll from there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of NHL, one of the few black players in the NHL, Joel Ward, has decided to retire after 11 seasons. Um, which I mean, after you've been away from the the game now, uh, he was with the San Jose Sharks uh, the last season before last. Even during this, you know. COVID-19 coronavirus after you haven't played in a while you start reconsidering hey man I've been playing for in his case 11 years you know I, I'm good whether they decide to come back this season or next I've, I've had a career um, probably thankfully for him not that many concussions I can still walk yeah let me continue to enjoy this time with family and friends you know I made the amount of money that you know I'm comfortable with yeah. probably and I think, well, we'll talk about NFL in a minute, but you're going to start seeing a lot of them start like, hey, what's the point of coming back? You know, it's different when you just play than 
the buzz of spring training starts and OTAs. You're like, man, I'm ready to get back with the guys. Unless you rob Gronkowski, though. <laughs> <laughs> but then, then, then you bet on yourself somewhere else. But, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you, know, you start I, I, saying, I like, saying. you know what? I'm good. I don't think I'm ready to come back now at this point. So that remains to be seen. Uh, in baseball, the Red Sox. Hold on, what? They, no, nothing about the Blackhawks? No, ain't nothing to talk ain't nothing about. Nothing about that? You ain't talking no. about that firing? None of that going on? Anyway, as we move on to the Red Sox <laughs> in baseball, see, you did messy. Only, only good news come out of Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> the last that's day, right. and that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing else to talk about. Ain't nothing else to talk about. Wait till we, get to this, wait till we get to this draft. <laughs> Uh, baseball, they um, they handed down their uh, suspension. So Alex Cora is going to be suspended for the season. Again, this goes back to the same thing with um, the Astros. So if the season doesn't happen, I'm good. He can come back and coach next year. But um, they basically got a slap on the wrist, you know, for their his involvement in stealing signs when he was with uh, the Boston Red Sox. They so, can uh, they can thank um, they can thank COVID nineteen. Pretty much. And um, they, they did, however, have a fall guy. His name was JT Watkins. He was the one that was supposedly operating the in-game replay system and was sending stuff. So this, you know, we probably would have never known who this guy was, but he happens to be, for all intents and purposes, yeah. a scapegoat for yeah. all of this. Mm-hmm. So he gets, you know, fired, and that's it. But nothing, of course, <laughs> for Alex Carrera. Boy, I tell you. Uh, speaking of getting fired, uh, we had mentioned in NASCAR that your boy Kyle Larson, because of saying the N-word, got fired. So now Matt Kenseth is going to drive the number 42 car. He is coming out of retirement. As a lot of the other drivers, of course, he'll be driving actual race cars when and if the season starts. But a lot of them have been coming out of retirement to do the iRacing. Uh, Jeff Gordon, who got flipped at uh, Talladega this past Sunday, uh, Dale Jr. is another one that has uh, been racing, doing the eye racing. And the funniest thing was Denny Hamlin was racing well until his daughter hit the remote and shut down his entire system. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one of the things that happens. But uh, it was a photo finish at Talladega yesterday. Alex Bowman, who had originally had won a race this year, now has that on his. He was teasing that, you know, now he has a actual race win and an eye racing win. So we'll have to see when NASCAR will decide to come back. That's another one that probably, it'll be hard on the testing, but they could do the racing without fans. I want to say why they even got a test. I'm in the car by myself. Pit crew. Yeah. But I should know my pit crew. (laughs) There's 10 or less. By all the rules you got going on, you know, them in golf, it would seem like they could do it without fans. But, I mean, it's obviously it won't be the same. Now, there was a boxing match in Nicaragua this weekend. They had um, people tested when they came in the door. They took your temperature with the reader. And they had chairs set up six feet apart. And yeah. everybody had masks on. So I'll let me in. I'll let me you, in. You know who's bypassing all that? Dana White. Yeah. Holla at me in 14 days. Everybody down in Nicaragua. I, I, hey. Dana White, we UFC, they're trying to have uh, three fights over eight days or three fight cards. Three fight cards. Over eight days in Jacksonville on May 8th. 
a Florida of all places because Florida Florida deems sports essential yeah. right because of course he'd rather do it in Vegas Dana White is like whatever like you can get killed in this octagon so what's but the he, what's he's, <laughs> also, look, he's also he's also building some kind of facility in an undisclosed Blue. island yeah for, yeah for like it. a fire festival <laughs> now I would not it's gonna be Escobar it's Escobar's also, island, yeah. Escobar's now, speak, island. Now, speaking of boxing though and I, ha- I need to go back. I need to go and look. All this, all this stuff being pushed back. The first thing that kind of came to my mind when I thought about it the other day was um, um, the next fight. Um, um, Dante, oh, Wilder, 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 and um, Fury. 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 So this, so it gives I, more time for Wilder. Yeah, I think he, he would have got beat. Coming back, coming so, back fast, so fast, but now I would expect they probably would. Now, t- well, two things. I wonder if he's able to train, either one of them. Yeah, you don't you know, know what I mean. Who, who's able to train and, and, and really kind of stay in shape? Um, but you, I would assume, the longer this fight gets prolonged out, the uh, the further back this fight may get pushed out would help would help Wilder. Because um, I don't believe the changes that he would it need to possible. make would have happened in six to nine months, but. Those changes could actually happen in you don't in, know. In, in, in in a year. So, hello, we got a call on the line. Hello, yo, this is Eric. Y'all hear me all right? Hey, yes, man, sir. How What's you doing? Popping. Wilder can absolutely train, man. They could, they could, they could, um, they could test their sparring partners a lot more easily than you know the other sports could keep up with their opponents and their training partners. So he'll be all right. That's not what I called about. I called about that draft. <laughs> we about to. What's your What's your team yeah. and, and how you, How you feel about it? I stayed down with the Browns and the Dog Pound. Okay. And the Bears on my second team, but hey. I stay down with the Browns and the Dog Pound, and they got a B like in Browns on plus on their draft. But that's not what I called about either. <laughs> I was listening to y'all a few months back, and y'all said I don't remember which one of y'all it was, but I was with you. I take anybody off that Auburn defensive line. That's that front me. Four, yep. That was you. <laughs> yep. And the Falcons went in there and got Davidson, man. Big pickup. <laughs> Big pickup. I'll be, I'll be honest. So we won't get into it, but I will give the home team an A plus because they went back. all defense and they addressed my biggest concern. They had, they they continue to address the D line. Uh, I know everybody's happy about the corner they got, and that's cool. But if you get, he had the one bad game, and I no no, and I, and I wasn't. I'm not. He I, had the one bad game in the championship. Yeah. AJ uh, Terrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah they, but they but were, other than that, he was he was solid. Yeah, I but. mean, they, but they once they finally got the matchup, they kept on putting them in the slot, which is the slot's the hardest thing to to, to cover anyway, because the wide receiver comes out and go four or five different directions. So you know what I mean. Wherever you want you on an island, you can kind of determine you know where you can push that wide receiver, and the slot is wide open. But for the, for the Falcons, I just always feel with anybody, give me a D-line, I can kind of care to a degree, I can kind of care less who's who's on the back end because if I can cut that cut that 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 time that the quarterback has down by a second by putting pressure, then I've done my job, you know what I mean, as yeah. far as helping DB. So, um, but the Browns did good, I'm with you. I don't know about the Bears, though. We'll get they to that did. soon. They did, they did. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If you take a, I'm, and I'm actually going to ask everybody this, no matter what grade you give, if you gave the Browns a B plus, if I take away your best pick, what what then would you give the grade of the Browns? Oh, they still a B plus, man. Okay. They still a, all those dudes going to play. Gotcha. Uh, even, even Nick Harris, who most people who know football real well, I don't claim to know it very well, but I know it well enough. 
Nick Harris is a center out of Washington. Real quick, real quick. And he's, he's a smart dude, but they say he's undersized. And I'm like, that dude's going to play too. Well, that dude's going to play too. And they got the um, receiver out of Michigan State who had the best vertical in the combine. Mm-hmm. He's got good He's got good hands. I think I think the Browns replaced their center that they gave to the Falcons a couple of years ago. They replaced – that's that was that that pick to replace that. How, they, how oh, nah, the guy that they playing – nah, the center that the Browns have right now is very good. He's very good. But Harris is going to get some time in. Okay. Harris is gonna get some time in. I hate that the Browns let Matt go to the go to the Falcons, man. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that, that was happened. a huge loss. Yeah, uh, Pro Bowl loss. Mm-hmm. But and that front line, but that front line for Auburn. Yep. Oh, man, yeah. I'm telling you, that them dudes were the truth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it's a reason why Auburn had three players in the top 40 on the defense go in the between the first round and the top of the second. It's a reason why. It was because of how well that defense played again. And they were asked to do that. They had to do it because the freshman, offense was. Oh, man. Nick put them in bad situations time and time again. And they continue to be a bend, but they, don't break. They beat all, They beat Alabama because you got 14 points off of pick sixes. Yeah. You don't get those 14, you, you lose. <laughs> right. and, and, and those shenanigans. Yeah. Right, man. That's called being prepared. It's called being prepared. When I thought them dudes jumped. Jump the um, jump the ball. I really they they are off. They were off the line so damn fast. Yep. <laughs> I was like, damn. I love to see what those dudes forty times was for big men. <laughs> but I got another question for you. Maybe you can answer it on the other side. Go ahead. What do you now? The SEC broke some kind of record as far as drafts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first and second round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what's more, what what is more significant to you? This what they just did which demonstrates the quality of coaching and the quality of play, or how many of these dudes are going to be there and be starters going through their fifth year in the league. What's impressive is the fact that you got drafted, because that's where it starts. And I grade drafts on a team getting what they needed, because none of us know how well a, a player is actually going to play. Yeah, Joe Burrow was number one, but, you know, what if they put him in the wrong system and don't continue to give him the tools? Is that is that his fault? Or, you know, even, you know, to your Chase Young, what if he just, for whatever reason, can't come off the block? He doesn't have that drive. Would you still take him number two? Yes, because he seemed to have that talent. And then you're going to have guys who felt slighted, who got picked in the fourth round. A Jalen Hurts who's like, man, I should have been – in the first round, why am I, you know, or, this far or, down? Or a high second round. Or a high second round, right? So we won't be able to evaluate the draft until three or four years later, like you said, when we find that guy from Georgia State who went in the fifth round, who who's balling out now. But did your team address what you needed? If you needed a defensive line, a corner, a quarterback, a running back, did you get the best player available? At that time, to fill that need, I I, I would I would say so, yeah. These are these are TBDs. Like yeah, you know it's a B plus. I I would say to be determined. I will say this: depending on what what school you came from, sometimes has a. So for instance, most of your most of your D linemen from Alabama or any SEC school, they seem to have a productive career. They may not turn into Hall of Fame guys, but they seem to have productive careers. Yeah. Now, what I wouldn't do out of the SEC is hang my hat on a quarterback, especially if you come out of Alabama. 
So I mean, because that's why it was because, so because, big because, for, because proven, proven, proven recent history. Their quarterbacks don't really do that's much. That's why they, it was they so hold, big they hold for a two to go five. Is now Saban can hang his hat on. Yes, if it, it's, a, it's a recruiting. So if Tua do, if Tua drops to late first round, if I'm a quarterback, I'm not going to Alabama for that reason. Yeah, I get you. So how are you going to recruit me? I'm a top uh, two quarterback in the nation. Yeah. I'm gonna go to where I know I'm gonna be put in the position to excel at the next level. And Alabama's not it because yeah. to that point, you haven't been put in a situation to where you're going to get drafted high and you're going to have a long career. Well, I mean, but we talked about USC quarterbacks, how they all phase out. Yeah, but I'm saying so. so now, why, but, but most why go but, to USC if I'm a top quarterback? Well, but most of those guys, when they come to the league, they wind up at the Jets or Miami with no O line. And so I'm on my back most of the time. So and that even, goes again not, not to how do you draft, draft? How do you yeah. how do you rate a draft? What grade? But the most of the guys that came out this year across the board, I think a lot of these guys are going to have immediate impacts because of the position outside of the quarterback. Everything else, you know, um, corners may struggle a little bit just depending on you know what system you in. But if you got a, a dominant front, a dominant front four. Again, they putting the pressure on the quarterback. That extra second or two that I don't have to cover because the ball got to come out. I look good. Um, your D tackle, you know, your, your interior lineman, depending on you know what the system is. If, I, if your job is just to go get the quarterback, i.e. Chase Young, then go get the quarterback. That was that was the problem with um, with here in Atlanta when we picked up. Um, I call him 44. I even call his name no more. Vic Beasley. Vic Beasley. His only job was to get the quarterback. Like he didn't, ha he he wasn't brought here to do anything else, to cover or nothing. It was to peel your ears back, come off the edge, and get to him. And every time I saw him, they were driving him around, around 285 to the opposing <laughs> opposing bench. Right. Um. So you know, but most of these guys that came on the defense, they're interior guys, they're linebackers. You know what I mean? So they're going to wind up fitting the system. So I think they're going to have productive careers. Your running backs again, depending on how you want to be used. Again, I like what I like what Kansas City did. Already going to an established team, they got a front. They got a. They got a. They're off, returning they got twenty-one a, to twenty-two starters. They got an offensive again, line. Again, that's there's, that's all you need to know. There's no pressure on him other than to sit back there, and hit gap A, hit gap C. You know what I mean? And you're going to share the load because they already got a running back there too. So every all these picks this year, I think the picks across the board, I don't think nobody really had a bad draft other than like two teams. Packers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were the yeah. only ones. They had a, everybody else had everybody a, else had a, a C or better, in my opinion. I say B, yeah. A C, yeah, plus, a C plus or better. C plus or better. Yeah, well, Jaguars had a bad draft because of what they did with the players they already had. Right, so, yeah. There's, you know, you got rid of guys that when you drafted, you got rid of the guys. Eric, that I got to ask been. you, how you feel about Delpit? The I'm, feel, I'm feeling pretty good about him, man. I hated to see Jabril Peppers go. They right. traded him to the um, Giants. But this dude from LSU, 6'2", he's good at cover. The only reason he was so far down in the draft is because he got injured that one year. But he's okay now. I, I think if they if they get his tackling together, he ain't got to be knocking people out. Just back him up, you know? Here's, I think he's going to be great, man. Here's why I feel right. bad for everybody in the NFC North. Baltimore had a great draft. The AFC North. Yeah. I mean AFC North. AFC. And Baltimore yeah. had a great draft. Yeah. Like they were and they another team, basically they bring back nineteen to twenty, you know what I mean? Whatever. They let a tight they but the uh, Falcons got a tight end from them or whatever, but mm -hmm. they replaced all those guys. So the, the AFC North has had a had a great 
had had a pretty good draft across the board. But when your best team got better in the draft and didn't make any mistakes, Thanks. you know you gotta. Same Browns thing. gonna sweep them. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong. Oh with yeah, coffee. last now, question. I'm being, I'm being straight, man. I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm a homer. I know it. But separate from that, even if I wasn't, the Browns gonna sweep Baltimore right. this year. I tell you who concerns me though. I would not want to be the opposing quarterback who's got to play the Redskins and Chase Young is on one end and, and Marquis Sweat is on the other. Yeah, and Car- Listen, I say the- Dude, I'm calling the police before that game. I want an officer out on the field if I'm the opposing <laughs> but, quarterback. But the, the, the pressure is on Chase Young, though, again. So you already got the interior line set. His job is to pin his ears back and get to the quarterback. Right. You got to get to him. You can't be the like... man Sweat. <laughs> hey, Eric, before we get out of here, looking at the Browns, excellent draft. Got a lot of great weapons. Is it do or die for Baker Mayfield this year? I don't think it's I don't think it's do or die. Okay. Because they got the best they got, got the best but you got a new head coach, backup, right? They got the best backup quarterback that the Browns have had in over twenty three years. Easy. So Baker Baker could Baker could not do that well and still look good because the backup quarterback is, is gonna cover wherever his mistakes are. If he has to come up on the field, that's Case Keenum. So if you don't win the division, that's it for Baker Mayfield? Nah, man, he'll still be there. But we're going to win the division, man. I'm still, <laughs> I'm being, I, I know I'm a homer, man, but I'm being straight. Even if I wasn't, the, the Browns got the – the Browns, gonna, they with it this year. Okay. You already here first. All Work. right. It is. We'll see. It is. Wrong, listen. It's it, just the same as the last 27 years. It is. Wrong. It is 2020, so, you know, Anything listen. Anything <laughs> I'm glad you're feeling froggy, though. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you calling, bro. All right, y'all. Later. Oh, right. yes, sir. Hey, this is DNA Sports Talk. It's 1100 AM. We'll be right back. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Don, the D and DNA. Make sure you check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time through TuneIn Radio, iRadio Now, and iHeartRadio. And make sure you check out DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than just a Hawks, Falcons, or Braves fan, get the latest and greatest sports news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NCAA, and NFL news and highlights. You're listening to WWWE Real 1100 AM, and we want you to practice good hygiene by simply washing your hands. So enjoy 20 seconds of blinding lights by the weekend as you practice safe habits. I'm running out of time, cause I can see the sun light up the sky. So I hit the road and overdrive, baby. Oh, the city's cold and empty. No one's around to judge me. I can see clearly when you're. All done. Remember to stay connected to the real and stay really safe. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life.
And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello and welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We're bringing facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 404-603-8770. Also live on Facebook as well as Periscope. Um, Before we jump into the draft, I had to find it. So there has been approximately $61.6 billion lost in global sports because of the coronavirus. When we were talking about, you know, how things could it's come 61 back. Billion? 61 billion? 61, but it'll be. No, no, I mean, the reason why I say it, and that sounds funny, the reason why I say it, that's it, because we giving out two, two and a half trillion. <laughs> well, I, how that mean we get to a trillion? And it's only been, what, six weeks? So, of course, that number, of course, can go up, but yeah. But so far in the six weeks, 61.6 Well, and you know what? I, I, globally. Put, I put it this way. You're going to get to a trillion real quick if college football has to do any, you know, has to. Any modifications. Yeah, yeah, because. Not just. Because that's, you know. But this is globally, though. I get you, but I'm just saying we haven't added in. That part of it yet, because that part is uncertain yet. Yeah. And this is, that's a lot of money, if you don't realize. But, yeah. Um. So before we get into that, your boy Percy Harvin looked like he want to come back as yeah, a lot, free yeah, agency. Yeah, yeah, you know, a lot of people. Man. Took some time off, and now he's back. Dad, you know, I, I, you ain't gotta test me for the for the weed. You gotta test me for the good, the good Mother Earth. You know what I mean? So that's off the that's off the off the bargaining table. I can come back. Come back. I uh, can I can cope. He's gonna be thirty two when the season starts. Okay, that's a good pickup for somebody. Yeah, almost two years off, so his body's 30. It'll be yeah. four years off. You know what? So, be honest with you, we, uh, what's, okay. um, what's, Depending uh, where you go. what's, what's Skittles? Uh, Marshawn. Uh, Marshawn. She didn't look bad having that, you know what I mean? You could tell he needed some more time to knock more of the rust, rust off, off but, yeah. but he didn't look bad. So, if these guys are kind of staying in shape and keeping their body right, you know, and if he gets a full season, and, and I can see him is, late season. Everybody's being, gonna kind of be on the plane same pl- same playing field now, having been off, off yeah, not, not being, being able, able to start on time and stuff yeah. like that. Now, granted, I'm not comparing four years to, to four months probably, but still, that goes into again, it goes back to does and, somebody work hard? Do they have the effort? That's what, what's going to show through. And what you gonna what you gonna ask talking him? about draft? What you gonna ask him? So let's just say he's gonna be a special teams guy. Yeah. But you might have him run. You might have him as a wide receiver to run a few routes. Or running okay. back, so out he, the backfield. So he's a rookie. He on the. He's a. He's a. Uh, ahead of the class rookie. Forty year old virgin. <laughs> I'm just saying, as far as I already, I already know how to. I already know what my routes are going to be, mm-hmm. and I know how to run those routes. So I don't have to. I don't have to. Maybe my my only thing I would have to do if I'm him now is kind of get in tune with the quarterback. But you know, you look at these rookie guys; they got to kind of relearn their craft again, going from college to the to the pros. He doesn't have to worry about, about that curve. Him. He's got to worry about stamina and, and you know and playing. And you're not playing every down anyway, so yeah. So I think he'd be fine. Uh, real quick, uh, speaking of college football, a couple of rule changes: a player can remain on the sideline when they get ejected. So if you you know if you get the target mm-hmm. and they review it, you can stay on the sideline. You don't have to go to the locker room, which can be helpful in you know. 
especially if you want the leaders of the team, offense or defense, helping the other guys to see certain plays and certain things, being an yeah. extension of the coach. Uh, two players can wear the same number. They just can't be on the field at the same, same time. time. Uh, now a player can wear the number zero. And then, of course, thanks to Nick Saban, there's, there won't be the whistle kick anymore. So if there's a, the ball is snapped, let's say with one second, and then like Auburn yeah. in the Iron Bowl last year when they won, you have you now have to have at least three seconds on the clock yeah. for the ball to be snapped. Which now I I, I want to go it, back. It, to, it doesn't start on the whistle. Yeah, I want to go back to one of those things. I wish they would actually. Um, you get killed, killed out of the game, you done. You, it, it doesn't roll over to the next game, and the reason why I'm saying that is because. They should. I, they should now. They should now establish whether it's intent or non-intent. Because a lot of those hits that I seen last year, it granted it fell into the realm of targeting, but it wasn't intent. And so, okay, that's a. I understand what you're saying, but it's hard to prove. You got the intent. whole. Why do you think you got so many seven people, days for the for the next okay, game to figure out whether it was intent? I'm not or trying not. to slide it, but why do you think so many people get off on murder? Because you have to prove intent. Manslaughter is the easiest thing. Like with this, did you hit the person yeah. in this area? Yes. Then you're and out. So, and so the and hardest punish, thing to punish do him, is to prove and, intent and punish him for that game, and don't punish him for the next game. That's what I'm saying. Well, it's, I'm not, it goes I'm not, into the half. No, if if it happened in the fourth quarter, but I'm saying it, that it's not for the entire game. So if you do I, it in the I second half, I don't want no punishment into the first half. I don't want no punishment into the following the following game when I can look at the I can look at and tell that yes, he hit him in the area that he wasn't supposed to hit him in. But I can also tell now when I look, this guy you moved his you body. You can't do that. You can't prove intent. I, you you I, can't I, prove I think, intent. I think you can't. I think you already proved because intent then by, you know what's going to happen. You're going to be like, well, why does um, Clemson players, Ohio State players, why they get the benefit of the doubt? Why doesn't Memphis get the benefit of the doubt? That was the same play as this play. It's a so cost. you can't – I understand and what that, you're saying, and that's but the you can't why, do that, and That's no. the reason why I want it because now you can't tell me it's a different play because for you know another what? team. Because another official, when the ACC works the Pac-12's game, what they think is intent won't be the same as intent. So well, then you can, then you can. It's not, not going to be fair. Then now you can so the only fair, it's sad to say, the only fair thing you can do is say if you hit them in this air area, they're out. I, I have no problem with that. Like I said, if it happens and they get put out for that game, I'm good with. I am not. I don't agree with it going into the next game because when I go back and look at it, but see, you and, can't and, go back and, and look at it because that goes to intent. The only thing you can they say for that, the only thing you can say for it. that is you're just not out. You only out for that half. Well, well, should it? I mean, if the person is kicked out of a game, no matter when it is, I, I mean, I, I think it's for it to not roll over to the next to the yeah. next game because. So if you do like the it's second a, half, then that's it. They just out for. They just out the for the rest of the game. game. Yeah. Whenever it happens, you're out for the rest of the, the game. game. Yeah. So why why did why did I do this half thing? Like I don't like when players are suspended for a quarter, a half. Well, if uh, you suspended for a quarter, that's usually by the coach or the team saying that you can't, you know, you yeah, can't start. Suspend them for a game or don't suspend them at all. Well, one game technically is two halves. Well, so I'm, that's why it's for. I'm saying a for, game. for that. No, I'm saying for that game that you win. If it happens in the first so, quarter, I'm going for that game. I'm going for that game. If it happens, because listen, if it happens at by this rule, and probably never happened, but if I hit if I hit the guy illegally at 14, 14.59, am I out for the first half or am I out for the whole game? You're out for the whole game. 
because it so, happened in the first half. You out for the rest of that half and then the next half. So the whole game. I, I don't like when it rolls over into it's the next game. It's a full game. I don't like I don't I don't like that rule. Give him give me the game in, in the game that we in and then we move on with life. And like I said, so you just out for you so you want to cut from being out for a full game to just a half. For whenever it happens, if it winds up being a full, uh, whenever it happens, you're out for the rest that, of that, that game. game. That game, that game, important moment. meaning means game. That if game. it happened with three seconds left in the fourth quarter, uh, but see, you're gonna get stuff like that. So, 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 what? Because so, there's no repercussions. So, for what? That. So, what do you? So, what do you do? What do you do with the Ohio State guy that got kicked out in, in the bowl game? And he's out for that game. You gonna you gonna just you gonna arbitrarily take another Ohio State guy out and suspend him for the next the next half of the next game? Cause that guy's no, gone. He that got guy drafted. Gone. Yeah, ain't nothing you can do about that. I just the game is the game is the game in my opinion. And like I said I, we can go back and forth, but we all have seen seventy percent of these of these calls, and you like that's yes. Did he hit Agreed. him? Did, did he hit him above whatever your rule is? Yes. But you can tell intent on a lot of plays. You can tell if that guy is coming down with no, with no, no. Uh, but then that causes a more. Again, that causes more of a scandal because then you like the scandals was it's a bad call, and now no, I'm out for a whole it's, game. No, this it's, hat- it's, it's, it's less of a scandal when I can say, well, the rule is the rule. I'm gonna go to. The, I, I don't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to that. LS, it, I'm gonna you go can to say that, a rule is a rule. I'm gonna go to that LSU game a couple of years ago. Their, their main linebacker got put out. For that half, I want to say he was playing Florida. They were playing either Florida or Mississippi. Somebody in the next game was Alabama. And the hit he put on the guy, everybody was like, what is he supposed to do? What is he supposed to do? When you go back and look, they're like, the question across the board for both teams. Everybody was like, what is he supposed to do? You set up an appeal process then. Well, they need to do something. I'm just saying it's not fair when you can tell that, when you can tell that, Yes, did he break that particular rule? Yes, but like everything else, we could tell a tent. You brought it up the first time. Murder is murder is murder. The person is dead is murder. However you want to, at the end of the day, is murder. Manslaughter. But we, but manslaughter we, is different but from we, murder because you have to prove intent. Is the person dead? That's manslaughter. Is the person dead? Yeah. Is the person dead? No matter at the end of the day, no matter how you do, is the person dead? But the difference is the is, person dead. The difference is <laughs> intent. You can't prove Greg, intent. Greg, is the person dead? Can you prove intent? Is the person dead? Can you prove intent though? Is the person dead? I thought that's what I said. <laughs> is the person dead? I mean, if he's not, then in in the words of our of our, our great leader, people are dying and never died before. Is this is is he dead? If he's dead, then at the end of the day, it should be murder across the board. But that's we not don't murder. Do- is the difference between manslaughter and murder? What part do you not understand of that? I know they both start with an M, so you're a little no, slow right now. But there's two different murder. So murder is different from manslaughter, in case you didn't know. So okay. So, so what's so what's the, the, what's, what's medical? You know, they mal- might sound what's, what's medical malpractice? <laughs> they might sound what's a medical bit, malpractice? Another M word for you. What's medical malpractice? <laughs> at the end it's of the, medical at the, malpractice. At the end of the day, you don't say, at, it, say at, it right. at the end of the day, the person winds up. The person is dead. What is he talking about now? I'm saying we 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 we, <laughs> we put, what we, we put what? rules and a tent on everything else. How come we can't put a, an intent on this? He don't get it. I do get it. No, it's unfair, <laughs> and most people would agree with me. It's unfair. You can you can you can work it out to where it becomes more of a fair process. <laughs> so manslaughter and murder are unfair. According <laughs> no. to what you just said, I'm saying. No, what? Never mind. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm not, no, I'm exactly. Not, I'm not gonna because because you confused. It's I'm okay. I'm not confused. You are confused, but it's okay. We 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 
We what? You just said we five times. We what? We've been able to distinguish. We've been able to distinguish murder can now be sliced up in five or six different ways. You try to tell me I can't decide on whether or not a hit a, a, a certain kind of hit can be sliced up five different ways. <laughs> Don't make no sense to me. <laughs> yeah, we can tell. <laughs> You might, you, matter of fact, you oh, might, you might as well be on the NFL committee because y'all can't <laughs> tell what a catch is either. <laughs> I know what a catch is. <laughs> or I, pass I ain't it. no Cowboys fan, or so pass, it don't matter to me. Or pass interference. It don't matter to me. Or pass interference. Um, no surprise in the top three picks. Uh, that kind of went kind of according to schedule. What kind of everybody predicted would happen, bro, uh, Young and um, Okuda. The Giants, though, taking the tackle from Georgia. That was kind of a. Kind of wasn't protect, sure gotta protect, what the gotta protect, direction gotta they protect. were going to go. Josh Allen? Yeah. Not Josh Allen, uh, Daniels. Daniels, thank, right. Allen's uh, Jets. They all New York. Um, then Tua. <laughs> no, 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 not murder. <laughs> <laughs> then Tua went five. Um, I'm really surprised there. Nah, I understood got, why. Man ain't got nothing to lose. They got to roll the dice. But I, I don't think I would have took. High risk, high reward. I, well, I mean, if he's if he's not ready, because that's it's the injury concern, All then the they're going to start Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Fitzmagic. Get his name right. Fitzmagic. <laughs> anyway, they're going to start Fitzpatrick. 3-13, and 13, start him. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and then, you know, have two of be if he's healthy for the next year, then. Yeah. So I think they they thought long long, long term. term. Yeah. That's and that's what the Packers did, but but no, taking Jordan uh, Love, I mean, you got to take a wide receiver at that point to give like we were talking about uh, Devontae Adams. They were thinking long term as we're going to have our next quarterback once Aaron Rodgers leaves or retires. That's not. It's not. That wasn't a priority. That's why I don't like I don't like the pick because that's not that shouldn't be a priority right now. Yeah. You, you knew you so again, everybody in this draft I think did really well to your point, Don. They addressed what they needed. What does Green Bay need? They need Weapons. somebody can catch the ball. Tight end, uh running back out the backfield with hands, another wide receiver, a slot. Like they they needed some because you already knew when Adams went down last year. And you had um, uh, Graham. You didn't have anybody to throw the ball to, and your other your other like wide Aaron Rodgers had to say like, "Hey, put this guy in." Yeah, yeah. Was, he got some he, dude. He was almost to the point where they were like, "Are you six? Are you six four? And, you know, come on. in the in the stands, come on down." You know what I mean? So, and so it it just. They were the only ones that just were and horrible. It, and and to be now, if there wasn't any really wide receivers in this draft, then I'd be like, be okay, be different. It was this loaded, loaded all around. Even um, second, Moss's son was an undrafted one. My Redskins, thank you, baby. I know. I'm like, yeah, we needed TD. We needed a tight end. You know what I mean? So you know, what's crazy? The backup on LSU went before Moss, and that part I didn't understand, especially coming from someone whose father played in the league and at the position of wide receiver. You know, I well. I think that's uh, the other thing. Moss, I don't get. Moss's Moss's guy, Moss's son. When he had chances to shine, he did, but it was so. He many, had zero drops. I, I know, but I'm just saying. And you they, also they, had Jefferson. You had other people. They were Yeah, they got outshot. But he had zero drops. I get, you, I get you. I just teams needed teams needed 
I don't understand. For whatever teams needed teams addressed, for whatever reason, it didn't seem to fit. I'm glad we got them. We got them at a, at a, disc, a discount discount price. We got a question here from uh, uh, Periscope. How many uh, wins for the Pats next season? They're in the AFC East. Nine <laughs> off the rip. <laughs> Nine. Unless they tank. Who playing quarterback, though? It don't Stidham. matter. Stidham. Stidham. It don't matter. It's the AFC East. Let me ask you this question. Whatever dude they just drafted, didn't they draft a quarterback? Yeah. No, they didn't. Actually, did not draft a quarterback. They They signed um, one. They signed one. They signed one. Um, In um, free agency. I mean, yeah, he's undrafted. Or is the kicker going to play quarterback? The one one with the three percenter um, tattooed on him? I give give the Patriots nine wins in my my sleep. Nine wins. Because the only only real threat to them. Y'all saw Belichick with uh, the auto draft. He had the dog up there. He walked away. He walked away. He's like, hit the space bar. That's who I got in my queue. <laughs> so, I, not nine wins. Nine not wins. At minimum, nine wins. But I think just because they're in that, um, the the Bills may sweep them or, you know, possibly split. But I think they'll sweep Miami. Well, the division, the division, yeah, division the games, they kind of go, you know, you never know. But right now, I'll go. They'll they'll beat Miami twice. They'll beat the Jets twice. They'll split with um, the Bills, and then they can go 500 with everybody yeah, else, and that gets you to 10. Yeah, I I, I get them starting at nine. Yeah, but if I had more confidence in the Jets, then I you know then I would definitely be like nine and then start going back. But I don't have confidence in the Jets to be able to do that. They so. got the Brian. Lewicker, the um, Michigan State quarterback. That's who they got as an undrafted QB. They're trying to do the Tom Brady part two. And then they got uh, <laughs> Auburn's former wide receiver who had, who's with Stedham. Stedham, yeah. He'll be the – well, I mean, they still got Edelman, but I think Will Hazen kind of be like a um, – Edelman going to be in Tampa Bay. going to be in Tampa Bay for us all said and done. With um, Gronk and um, – Tampa, all, all his, Tom, all his, in Tampa Bay, all his bros is down, down, where the gangsters go to retire. So. <laughs> but man, how are you in the part when it's supposed to be closed, though? Because I'm Tom Brady, and I'm drunk. Do what I want to do. I mean that, that. I think this goes to show what the Patriots really were doing, though. You, when you above the log, you yeah. cheat, you get away, try, yeah. get away with stuff. You don't get away it, with it, it, you get rewarded. So, like, why would you burn your phone, you know, destroy it so they couldn't see the text messages when the whole deflate game mm-hmm. came about? This this is just uh, a peephole into what we kind of knew, but yeah. now it just it's shows everything. Yeah. yeah, it's coming out. And then you walking into Leftwich's house by mistake. Now, granted, when they showed the pictures, the houses do look the same. But nobody's supposed to be having meetings and everything yeah. right now. But you're going to get, you know, playbooks and everything. It's Tom else. Brady, baby. I'm Tom. I'm Tampa. I'm Tampa Brady. What you gonna do with me? <laughs> Y'all ain't had the quarterback of my establishment ever. <laughs> what? Uh, speaking of which, how many wins do you give the um, the Bucks coming up? We, we both said at least nine for the Pats. How many for Tampa? Man, the NFC South is Man, rugged. The South got something to say. It's rugged. <laughs> uh, the other Saints than, addressed uh, their needs. Other than other than Carolina, 
Atlanta, like I said, I, I, I give Atlanta credit. I give Atlanta A-plus in the draft. They addressed everything on the defensive side and even got some special team help. They didn't need nothing on the offense. Carolina, um, I got to give them credit. They went all defense, all seven picks yeah, but they on the defensive well, side of the ball. Who's the quarterback again? Byron. They, they got. I mean, no, not no. Byron. Um, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. But they ain't got no weapons, though. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey. That's it. Christian McCaffrey is going to be running, um, catching, getting popcorn, <laughs> selling tickets. But who's their wide receiver? Um, what's the name? One was hurt from last don't year. Don't tell me Funches or whoever. No, no. Um, I'm trying to remember. But it don't matter. At the end of the day, they're going to be five wins. And that's nothing against um And I don't trust their head coach. He's a rookie head coach out of Baylor. So, you know, it's going to take time. But still, the NFC is still rugged. New Orleans. Um, if Tampa is able to keep all their weapons, the one thing I still will ask about them is who's their running back. And that's that's my that was my question well, coming into the into getting getting Brady, who's the running back? I feel with Bruce Arians, you, you think they're gonna keep OJ Howard as a backup to Gronk? I think I think all that story is about people fishing. No, but how I think Howard's getting traded. But they got and, three. And, they and, got they got three tight ends though. So I mean, Grunk is one. One of them probably going to go. But it's probably going to be Howard. Yeah. Um, I would keep him I, because I don't trust Grunk. I don't trust. I understand that that's um, y'all still answer uh, my his question. Safety valve. Who's their running back? Uh, What's the quarterback? Ronald Jones. Oh, okay. Ronald Who? Jones. He was. He started last year. He was a second round pick. He hasn't been good these first two years, but they still believe on him. Oh, so okay. they're going to so, keep putting him out there. I got you. So, like I said before, it, that's that's my <laughs> that's my that's my thing when it comes to Tampa Bay to break any any quarterback is who's their running back. You you show me they got a, a dominant you know running back or tandem. They got you know Rodney I mean? Smith from Minnesota, undrafted free agent. They got um, Heights as a wide receiver from TCU. And they got Omar Bayless from Arkansas State. That's a wide receiver. So all their undrafted free agents were all on the offensive so, side of the ball. I, I just got to see something out of their out of their running game. Uh, you know, this. Uh, they got a guard Horton from Auburn, uh, Ohio State Bowman Bayless Tecklenburg O line, uh, center from Washington State, the tight end, another tight end Cam Sutton from Fresno State. So yeah, all their undrafted free agents are on the other side of the ball. So you go all defense in the draft, and then basically all offensive side of the ball after that, just about. I, you know, it's, this year maybe because it was the the virtual draft, you really got to see a lot of the unsigned guys kind of get mentioned a lot in this this year's draft. Where in previous years' draft, you don't really get to see those guys that get signed after the draft is over. You don't hear much about them because we spent so much time. Doing the front end. Yeah, well, uh, your thoughts on the draft? I think the draft was great. All things the, considered. All things considered, and it actually was entertaining. I got to see the, the, the girlfriends, the girlfriends, and the mamas, <laughs> and you know. You, Did you, you you saw Dion's thing when he talking? I his love son. it. Yeah, hey, of course, yeah. Hey, we got rules. Got rules. I get my hug. Then you go here for your hug. Hey. The, the draft needs to, and they they're going to address. They need to stop with the tragedy porn though. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You don't talk about everybody's. You business, don't talk you know about I mean? your, somebody's mama having been on drugs for sixteen years. You know how you sue that? You sue them. Yes. You sue them. Defamation of the character. character. You know what I mean? Or even if even like somebody's, you know, their best friend died when they were in high school. Yeah. Don't do that for everybody. Everybody. Don't do that for every pick. Yeah. 
And uh, what was the other one? It was the. Oh, there was some guy who was who was charged with yeah, charged he, with sexual assault, assault but then the charges were dropped. dropped right, Why and he was clear. Why are we talking about this? That's all right. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. You you not stained them again. They were, they were wrong for that. You, you not stained them again. He got he was he was proven innocent. You done. If you it, it's different if you say hey this guy would have been in the first round but because of some troubles that happened in school he now falls here and leave it at that. But you don't post you know like you said the sexual assault charges or just make it seem like like if it was someone who's like okay uh, he also played basketball and his uh, dad ran track. Like and he was not. He was the charges were dropped for sexual assault. Like it was right. like the third tidbit or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's bad business. Very. So I guess before we got here, what you give your bears? Uh, you know, you gonna talk uh, about Chicago now? B, you know, they didn't do nothing for B minus. B minus. B minus. Why you yeah. gonna B minus? Uh, we needed. I, I didn't. Yeah, we didn't do anything as far as a real quarterback. But I like um, our cornerback Johnson. I like that. I don't mind the tight end from Notre Dame, Kim, because I told you that uh, Graham isn't even a short-term no, answer no, for me. No, yeah. And I was like, eh. and then um, the other cornerback, uh, Vilder, I'm pleased with that. Uh, wide receivers, we again, we addressed the needs that we needed. So that's why I'm saying a B minus. How everything turns out, I don't know. I personally, I would have gave him. Uh, uh, B plus or A minus if we had gotten a quarterback at any point in time, but that's just me personally. Yeah. I'm gonna give my Redskins a, um, a B plus. The reason why I know they gave them, most people are giving them an A minus, but I'm taking Chase Young out of the out of the out of the bit and looking at everybody else that we got, and um, because of that, I'm gonna we still address needs. We needed a tight end. We needed some healthy running backs. We needed another. Um, uh, wide receiver i like the kid out of um out of memphis um you know um we addressed um some db issues but because the db issues may not seem jump off the board to a lot of people but you look at that front four that front four is going to be can be have the ability to be a real problem anytime you want to get pressure all the time that 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 alleviates what kind of pressure you're going to have to put on on, on on your backside so you know, even if I take Chase Young out the mix, I still give them a B plus. So I was you know. surprised that um, at first my initial thought was, "What in the world is Philadelphia doing?" But then I remember Wentz stays hurt a lot, so having Jalen Hurts there, I get it. And your and head, he can and, develop. and your head coach likes to do trickery. You know, he likes yeah, to yeah, likes yeah, to mix yeah. things up or whatever. So you can. At you, first, I was like, "Whoa, this is just as bad as the Packers." But then I thought about it. No, the second that's reason okay. is I that's believe okay. the Cowboys going to get hurt. I think that's sometimes you play defense to play offense. I, in the in the NFC East, people for, we've been down, you know, these last few years as far as a total division, but. The, the, the hatred is still there. I'm not going to allow you to wind up with CeeDee Lamb and and Jalen Hurts. I was surprised at <laughs> some of the wide receivers dropping so far down. Like rugs. I didn't, but it's the Raiders being the Raiders. Yeah. So I expected them to go speed, but I would have rather had a Judy or a CD before yeah. rugs. But once it got around there, then all bets were off yeah. as to who fell where. The Cowboys, did, the a Cowboys, Cowboys did a good job. What should Cowboys do? What you give them? Um, so I gave them a, a, a B. Well, an A minus, a B if we take out, you know, C D land. I wasn't yeah. expecting C D I wasn't expecting that pick. It failed. Uh, but fell in purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so and then you look at what y'all have done or whatever, so you know as 49ers, far as, what's the 49ers grade? He says a B. B. A B? 
Yeah, yeah I give him a B. If you, if you take anybody out of y'all, y'all picks, y'all still solid. Yeah. Like I said, no one in this draft outside the, the Packers, Packers screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> you could have there was questionable one here and there, but as far as just like, like totally screwed, screwed up. Like I said, like head Phil- Philadelphia like, might have been mad. You sit back with the big picture, or like, like Detroit. Moving their third pick, maybe fall down and get some more. Yeah. Okay, you could have, but yeah, yeah. Giants did pretty good. Yeah, it's the only one big loser was the Packers. Packers Everybody yeah. else did pretty good. Uh, make sure you follow DNA Sports Talk on, on Twitter, DNA Sports Talk on Instagram, DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat, DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. Reach us directly, DNA Sports Talk at Gmail, website www.dnasportstalk.com. Back here next Monday on WWE 1100 AM. See y'all next week. Peace. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so.